Welcome to Games on Earth, a podcast about all sorts of gaming in the world. Uh, football, baseball, volleyball, soccer. Tennis. Uh, tennis. Pool, billiards. Billiards. Um, billiards uh, snooker. Snooker. Cur- that's cur- what we're Curling. 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 Coors Light. Beer Pong. Yep. Louisville Chugger. What is Louisville Chugger? You fill a baseball bat with beer and then you drink it. Actually, that is that's kind of correct. You, you, you take you take those uh, those hollow plastic bats. You chop the end off. You fill it with beer, and I think you're supposed to you're supposed to chug a bat's worth of beer, or like you're that, that's a lot of beer. So maybe it's a small bat, but you chug the beer from the bat, and then you have to run across the yard and then hit a baseball off with a the tee, bat that like you just ball. chugged out of. Yeah. Wait. So are bats hollow? Is the little plastic I'm, bats are. Yeah. Is this something I'm just learning? Have you never seen like, like the a little plastic, plastic bats? Oh, like a wiffle ball bat. Yeah. Like, yeah okay. A Chinese red bat. Chinese yeah. Red they're bat? also known as. Are they really? Yeah. That's... You've never seen a Chinese red bat? No. Nope. You've seen a Chinese red bat. Are those the bat? ones that are like really, really wide? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made yeah. in China. Okay. And they're red. Yeah, it sounds like an animal. Why is it going to be yeah. a Chinese red bat? Why can't it be like a Russian red bat? Okay, Why is so it going to be a Chinese red bat? Not far from here in Holland, Michigan, on the side of the road, there is a little tourist spot, like a homemade tourist spot. I know exactly spot. what you're talking there about. There is a glass cage, or a glass display case that says... Uh, Chinese red bat, like in <laughs> captivity, and it's a red <laughs> wiffle ball bat. Like, in a really in China. Yes. Oh, it's on God. the side of the road too. There used to be an old Sabaros next to that place. <laughs> or, uh, was it Sabaros? They sold pizza by the slice. It wasn't Sabaros. What was it called? That's the Village Inn. No, not the way b- before the Village Inn. It was some pizza place. I think we actually used to have one in Jenison that was actually it was Todd's. Spads. Yeah. Spads! That's spads. exactly what it is. It was totally spads. spads. Holy oh, shit, I can't believe you just spads pulled that out. Pizza. I know, Holy I can't believe shit. it either. It's like I got possessed by the ghost you of did. Spads. Spads came out of nowhere. <laughs> I cannot believe you remember that. Holy hey guys, shit. I'm Spads! I remember getting Spads, but the only time we would ever get it was when we went camping in Holland. You went right camping there. in Holland? It's like yeah, 40 minutes year. away. Oh, the beach there. Yeah. Okay. Well, you don't camp on the beach. You camp in the state park. I think you're talking man. about like the city, like in the town. Yeah, we go camping in. in <laughs> I don't know why. In the town of Holland, they have two like two beach campgrounds. They have like the yeah. overflow. And I remember the now. Lake Maca toilet. Is that what people called it? That's what we used yeah. to call it because this is like a disgusting. That's lake. where the Black River dumps out into uh, Lake Michigan, right? Yeah, into, it is uh, a gross lake. Gross. We and went it, kayaking on the Black we, River. We and it did was go disgusting. kayaking on the Black River. There's a lot of lot of lot of cluster truck on the top of that river. There's a lot of slime and oil. Foam. They were like oil. You could like drop yeah, a match slick. and set it on fire. That, that was about right. Burn a path through the yeah through the, wall, the sludge. Yeah, you would just have to like carve through the sludge with your your uh, oars, your, your sludge carver, your sludge carver. Yeah, we had uh, one of those cow catchers on the front of the kayak so that we could push the sludge out of the way as we tried to make it through. Oh man, nice nice voice dampener you had there for a second. I know I like this. I I have a cat that. That's down here walking all over top of us while we're doing this. <laughs> we are coming to you live uh, from Jesse's uh, brand new basement. Mm-hmm. Just, just got it installed. Never had the basement before. We dug the hole and filled the pit. Filled the pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice dark room. I, it's actually got pretty good acus- acoustics. It's, it's pretty good acoustics. I'm not detecting much uh, echo here. But do you, um, What about the cat sniffing the microphone? Will you detect fine. that? No, the cat was sniffing the uh, the, plop, the pop filter. Mm-hmm. So whatever that cat sniff sounded like, I know it won't have any plosives. That's plosives? <laughs> the, what, what's a plosive? Plosives. Plosives. Like saying puh and tss. 
Oh. Um, when you're, okay, a little bit of... Porcupine. Yeah, oh, man, you're closing all over the place. You're closing? A little bit of inside baseball. When you're recording uh, with a microphone, you, you use a pop filter to, to make, to, to kind of lower the, the intensity of those puh and sounds. So if you were trying to be a faux drummer, you're like, puts, puts, puts. Yeah, you definitely want a pop filter for that. Hmm. Good thing my my vocal drumming career is gone by the wayside. It's over. It's over. Uh, what about your gaming career? What have you been playing lately? Uh, Jesse, Jesse Brown. I played through all of Wolfenstein. Two? I've been playing a ton of stuff. You and I, Derek, we had a Black Friday gameathon. We and did. Brad, we we had a big Black Friday. Friday. We did. Yeah. And, Brad made us breakfast. It was delicious. We had uh, breakfast fried. in bed. We, we all woke up in bread. our triple decker bunk bed. <laughs> yeah, <our> tri- <laughs> we did triple decker king size bunk bed. Straight out of a fucking Whoville comic. Whoville. <laughs> <laughs> I'd read that. Wait, what's Whoville? Whoville. Doctor Seuss. I, as far as I know, there oh. aren't any uh, modern I would Seuss imagine, comic books. No, That'd there are. Awesome, but though. I would imagine that he would have a triple decker bunk bed. <laughs> I, I could see that. So yeah, then so, we, we woke we, up early in the morning. Brad uh, made uh, some delicious breakfast. It was like it was like quesadilla breakfast tacos. They were fried tacos. Like it was like a soft shell taco that was fried again. Yeah, it was like a little. It was an abomination. Tex-Mex it was a sin, breakfast. It was a sin in your mouth. Tex-Mex um, breakfast. And then I was like, "All right, guys, we're all, all energized up. Let's get to Best Buy and get those deals." Yep. Turns out they're out of TVs. No more deals. No more deals. No more deals. We went there, waited uh, 30 seconds. 30 seconds, and then uh, turned around. No, we, 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 we just, did not leave. We didn't leave. We didn't leave the house. <laughs> we I went, didn't leave the house at all that day, actually. <laughs> we went straight downstairs, and Jesse was like playing Broforce. Yeah. So, like, while, we, while Brad and I set up. Because I was waiting. <laughs> so, my big plan was to do Wolfenstein 2 all day, but I didn't want to start until we were in it to win it. So, yeah. I was playing Broforce in, Brad, while you guys were setting up. And then I like came over and was like, man, this is cool. It, and then I like picked up a controller it and just. spiraled out of control. <laughs> we played all of Broforce. <laughs> we, yeah, it we was so up, good, though. It was really fun. I, I was I really enjoyed that game. I had a lot of fun. We played it for like five hours. It's so funny. I feel like <laughs> I couldn't name any of the characters. Like I know a lot of the like the not necessarily the actors, but the actual like like n- like Neo or like Agent K. I am Neo. Or, I am the one. Agent <laughs> yeah, but it's like instead of Neo, it's everything's bro related. So it's like Nebro. Is it Nebro or, 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 or Brio? Brio. Brioche. Yeah, Brioche. Brioche. It might have been Mister Mister Bronderson or. Oh, okay. Bro, like the, everything was bro. Yeah, it was all. Bro- I, it got it got kind of a bri- like it was a little much after a while. Yeah, there were like uh, was, like the term of bronter or something. Like everything just Broden, Broden, Broden instead of Ryden. Ryden. Yeah, yeah, they Broden. had Broden. They did have Broden. They had uh, McBroder. Yeah, which, was MacGyver. You didn't like MacGyver, but I like MacGyver. I hated MacGyver. He was like one of the starting ones, wasn't I, he? I did, yes, he was. I don't hate MacGyver. I didn't like the character MacGyver in the game. So, Broforce, bro the basic uh, concept is uh, you are... Uh, a bro. One of these uh, kind of... So you're an expendable. You're from yeah, the movie The Expendables. Say, you're <laughs> an ex- you are expendable. You're an action hero. You like you're randomly an, a random action hero. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so it could be the Terminator. Ran- well, it is the Terminator, Rambo, uh, 
the the two brothers from Boondock Saints. You could be Blade. Blade. Like uh, Agent Neo, J from the, Agent J yeah. from uh, from uh, Men, Men in Black. Black. <laughs> um, and you're randomly spawn as them at the beginning of these. Uh, it's two D platformer game where you're just shooting and blowing up everything. Um, to try and, like, kill the devil at the end of the level, essentially. Yeah, there's, like, a little devil and, in every level. Yeah, a little devil in every level. And uh, there's boss fights, and you can kind of just, like, blast your way through any wall. Yeah. So yeah, a mean, lot of, there was a lot of instances where Jesse and I were like, fuck this shit. We just, <laughs> we just dug a tunnel through the whole tunnel, map. The whole level, yeah. <laughs> uh, it felt a lot like Minecraft at some point. Yeah, <laughs> which was awesome. Uh, but the levels are all, like, how long would you say a level is? Like, ten minutes? Yeah, I would yeah. Say, like, it, it ramps up. So, like, at the beginning, like, you could get through a level, like, anywhere between one and two minutes. But towards the end, I mean, some of them we were, were a little We were spending a while difficult. on some of them, yeah. Yeah. Because they got real hard. Yeah, they had a bunch... It was a, it was a lot of fun. They had a bunch of weird stuff. Like, it was definitely... Uh, I don't know how, what the word I'm looking for is, but, like, it was... It would, the whole game was meant to be ridiculous. Like, one of the bosses was called the Helicopter, and it was, like, <laughs> a giant helicopter that was just completely covered in guns, and then the, the main turret was just, like, a big two giant penis. balls and a minigun. I didn't see that one. I came in a little late. That was a trophy that was on our wall after we I beat saw the game. That. Um, that was the, the muzzle from the helicopter. And, like, the premise is you're, like, you're, you're spreading American freedom through the world by basically destroying everything. Yeah, um, halfway through the game's aliens show up, like, yeah. straight up from the the Aliens movies, Yeah, kinda. basically Aliens from Aliens show up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it just it just keeps ramping up. And, and then as you're playing through, like, you, if you die, um, the other character, the other player, um, to get back the other player, you find these cages throughout the level, and um, when you free, there's a bro or, like, a character, an action hero in those cages, and so you free them, and then they be, the other player respawns as that new character, and it's random. Mm-hmm. Or... If neither of you are dead, you find those, you will switch to a new random character. Yeah. Which sometimes is good and sometimes, sometimes is bad. It's bad. It's yeah. like it's like I'm playing like my favorite was the Rocketeer. BA Baracus. Cool. BA Baracus. BA Baracus. BA Baracus and the Rocketeer are my two favorites. Yeah. Because BA Baracus has this just flame crazy flamethrower yeah. that just burns everything. And Rocketeer, every time he jumped, he like let out a whoosh of flames. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'd be like the Rocketeer, and then I open a cage because it's kind of like getting an extra life. Yeah. Um, and then suddenly I'm like, you're MacGyver, the no, shittiest I character like MacGyver. in the game. MacGyver <laughs> just throws TNT yeah. that sticks on things, and so you can just constantly throw, 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 and blow a hole through the whole entire level. Every single character has a special too, which is really kind of cool and tailored yeah. to the character. So like. For some reason, I don't get the MacGyver one. MacGyver throws a turkey full of TNT? I just imagine it's just like... Uh, it's more MacGruber than MacGyver, if anything. Yeah, MacGruber, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's, the whole game is ridiculous. I don't um, remember. But, like, it, it is a little abrasive with, like, it's holy shit, like, yeah. the announcer shit. And, oh, like, yeah. Um, I guess... Bro, 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 bro. Yeah, it says bro a little too many times. But, but they say it, like... Six octaves too low for a normal human, like... <laughs> and then at the end of every level, you kill Satan, and then the helicopter comes, and someone has to get on it. And the whole level explodes underneath you, so yeah. there's so many instances where, like, Jesse and I would both be running to the helicopter, he jumps, gets on the gets on the rope, and the helicopter flies away, and I'm just left there, and it's exploding. I'm like, no! Yeah. <sighs> Oh, it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. I highly recommend the game, and it's weird because I played it on PC too with four player co op, and I did not get into it on PC. Yeah, oh, probably played, the four player co op was probably just so yeah, fucking it, like it's maddening. You couldn't see anything. Yeah, even with two people, there were sometimes like one, both of us would be explodey characters. Yeah, and the whole screen would just be explosions and yeah. shaking and. 
Just crazy <laughs> you shit. Have no idea I watched what's going on. both. I watched both of you several in, at several instances where you jumped off the cliff or into a hole. It killed you ourselves. Were the other characters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like yeah, it was. It was one of the games too where it's like it, you get killed by everything. Everything. Everything's out to get you. But there were so many times where it was like end of the level. All we got to do is jump to the platform, and then we would just Whoops. fall off the cliff. Yeah. And die. <laughs> Uh, oh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. No regrets. <laughs> yeah, no, I I would recommend it. We actually I had it because it was one of the free games of the month for PlayStation. That's and that's that's you know what that is. That's the that's, bump music that means we're done talking about that game. That is. Oh, it is. <laughs> Not your cell phone ringing. No, it wasn't. That was <laughs> that's the Kirby bump music. So thank you, Kirby. <laughs> Kirby. Uh, Brad, uh, let's check on you. How have your you? Okay, so last week. We had the whole discussion. You were tilt. You were on a you were on a bad tilt. Yeah, I was having you a were, great time with PSVR all this time, and then last week, for some reason, I started experiencing some technical issues with the PlayStation camera, but. They seem to have sorted themselves out. Which is just the weirdest, most... You did? We tried everything, you, man. Yep. You did do a one finite thing that made a change, though. That, uh, you I, oh, yeah. Saves. I deleted my game saves for Skyrim. Which yeah. is so weird because it was affecting other games. So I'm wondering if by loading in the save of Skyrim, it was like setting some sort of universal yeah. setting on the VR. It's so weird. So when I switched it, to Super Hot, it continued to, I don't know. You didn't like do anything major other than delete your saves mm. at the same time, right? It wasn't no. like you deleted your saves and unplugged and replugged and no. moved the camera location. and. I think I just, I think I might have also like turned the headset on and off. Let's <laughs> try it. resetting it. Yeah. No, but it worked great, and I spent all all day playing Skyrim VR. Yeah, and well, well, I am I'm just so in love with that game. You let me jam on it too for a little bit, which was a first for me. It was the first to play a game like that in VR. What did you think? I loved it because my experiences with VR up to this point has been like stand here and experience this mm-hmm. thing, and like Job Simulator, and just like like I didn't even play Job Simulator, but oh, it was really? like I played the archery one for uh, that was part of the Steam VR. Oh where yeah, it was like yeah. it was like made by actual Steam, so you're like. You're just like a 2D Archer flat character on a wall. Just yeah, and there's people that are like strafing around and you shoot them with a bow and arrow. So it was super cool, but the only thing you did was shoot a bow and arrow. Yeah, and with like a lot of other experiences, it's like, man, that whale is sure is big. Yeah, or like, yeah. you just like look at a thing, you're like, wow, this is a cool environment. Like, <laughs> but with Skyrim VR, you're like, Sword in hand, You're fucking blast and fire. Yeah. I, I will, there's a learning curve. There is. Yeah. I have just, I've, st- I've gotten better and better at it, but uh, Sunday I was playing Skyrim like all afternoon, and I have got the bow and arrow down. Mm-hmm. Like to the point where, like I turned the difficulty up to adept, so like when I've, I have to fire like four or five arrows to kill an enemy, mm-hmm. but as they're running at me from their fort, I'm just rapid firing at them and my accuracy is like 99% actually closing one eye to aim better yeah I remember you, even Brad yeah, told you to do that, that. He, he's like are you closing an eye and I'm like no and he's like, like close an eye I'm like, close an eye <laughs> look down your, your it, every time I would like move the controller to like hold it for the bow because you like had to get the controller and then when you would lock when you'd knock an arrow and mm-hmm. pull it back it would lock the bow into a position for your character so when you'd rotate your hand the bow would rotate in front of your face so I like 
I, it took me a while to get the bow into the correct position for... It also took you yeah. a second to get the controllers in the right hands, because you kept yeah. trying to knock your bow onto your arrow, because yeah. you had the, <laughs> the controller, controller in the left hand. Then I was like trying to do it backwards. I didn't try to put the bow onto the arrow, but it was so hard to do that. Yeah, and then you... Because the deal was everybody was upstairs, and I was like, oh, I'll play a little Skyrim. So I put the headset on, grabbed the controllers, and had no idea I had them backwards. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, maybe after Brad reset the game, like... I don't know, like, the default settings turned off and not, I don't know, like, it's backwards mode is on, or he had it changed for when he taught me originally. Um, but I also kept noticing, too, whenever I would encounter enemies and I would try to do, like, sword and shield tactics, like, an enemy would run up to me, and they would, like, strafe around me while I was fighting them, and I would never rotate to fight them, I would just, like put both of my hands up to, like, the right side of my body, so I was, like, <laughs> trying to stab them from the hip instead of, like, turning to face them. <laughs> Yeah, that was a mistake yeah. on my part. It's it's something like I said where after after enough playing, you would actually get it down. Like it mm-hmm. would feel natural. Yeah, Brad, we need to continue the adventures of Zhang Puck. Oh yes, we uh, do. We've been. Did you delete him? No, no. Zang, Zang Derek, it's on my uh, Derek's, account. Yeah. Okay, uh, but yeah, Zhang Puck, Brad, and I are streaming uh, Skyrim VR, uh, the continuing adventures of an orc who. Uh, Lost his way. He must. He's hung. And probably he's, is. He has memory. He has short term memory. He has memory problems too. Yeah, like, he has memory problems. It, his there's his a, quest is unclear. Yeah, there's a burning fire within him. Uh, and I tuned it needs in actually, to be needs to be released. Uh, and sometimes it releases itself. I randomly tuned in once while you guys were playing, and I saw you guys were in the bottom of like a Dwemer ruin, mm. and I was watching you guys make it through traps, and Brad did something I had never seen before. He actually pulled a piece of Dwemer metal out of his inventory and threw it on a trap on the ground so it would keep the pressure plate triggered so yeah. you could walk through the area. <laughs> I thought that was super cool. It, it yeah, feels cool, it, too. Yeah, it does feel cool. <laughs> yep. uh, I, we are in a tight spot, though, because I think that's where we are. We're in the bottom of that that Dwemer. Fucking- yeah. Place. Oh, it's yeah. so high level. And there's like there's like uh, snow elves and shit down there. Falmer, Falmer, yeah. Falmer yeah. everywhere. Well, we'll see how that goes. Oh yeah. shit! I fall. I fell off those cliffs. Falling off ledges in Skyrim VR is really a a shit experience because <laughs> it makes my stomach go into yep. my brain. Even oh, just jumping sense. off of a platform kind of feels weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one thing, like the one thing that I feel like will improve at some point in VR is the motion control. Like, the, the not the motion controls, because the mo- motion controls feel perfect. It's the movement There's what I noticed. Because, like, when playing, you have to click a button to rotate your character left or right. Right. So that, like, that almost detracts from the, like, the feel of the game. Like, the feel of being in another world, you like, know? Like, if it were the Vive, it'd be a different experience for sure. But like with what is, P, with what PSVR is doing with what it has, it's kind of I think oh, it's kind yeah, of incredible. I'm not, yeah, I'm saying like this is this is a whole other level shit. I'm not I'm not saying that oh this is game breaking like no no oh, I know I know. Of this. I'm saying that if like if I had to pull out one thing that that I could see that I could, no, could be improved. One thing that that thing that you're talking about is like the most um, like anticipated things for the PlayStation VR is the controller redesign because the PlayStation Move controller is 
was engineered for the PlayStation yeah. 3. Yeah, yeah. This, was like yeah. A, this was like a hand-me-down like, hand yeah. for the, yes, for the yeah. Like, it was a reaction to the Wii, for God's yeah. sake. Yeah. There's yeah. no analog movement controls. No. I, I, so if it, they just need to put some joysticks on those babies, or even like a Steam controller trackpad. I want like, them to come oh, out. I, I want them to be like, I didn't oh, even think about that. Well, put a, if they had put a joystick on there, that would totally... Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be cool. that would fix it because the the way it's set up is you push a button and you walk forward, and to me that didn't feel bad at all. No, that didn't feel bad to hold a button fine. to walk forward. That so pushing totally... a joystick and like turning it probably wouldn't be bad. No, no, no. I think that would be better because that would completely alleviate the having to like click a button exactly. to rotate your character. I'd rather they just come out with like, hey, this is a lighthouse that you can put in your room and make a space like Vive style. What? Lighthouse like you know how Vive has those lighthouses that you have to use? Oh, like uh, the like you set them up on like yeah. stands behind if, you you kind of like if, build if, off a square. Yeah, if PSVR was like, "Here, put this behind you like 2 feet or like 3 feet behind the play area. Now we can track your movements in 360 degrees." So Going f- like you can reliably turn around. I think that's the biggest issue with PSVR. Yeah, yeah. So you just have forwards and backwards. Yeah. And you just turn. Yeah. That makes sense. And you turn in real space. Um. Anyways, we're gonna take a little a little quick break here, and when we get back, Brad's got some news about a new Civilization game uh, oh, expansion. Oh yeah. And Jesse, you done killed some Nazis. I killed all of them. <laughs> More of that after this. <laughs> Games on Earth, Bradley. Yes, Derek. Well, they, they, there was some announcement today from Four Axis. Yes, there was. Yeehaw! Four Axis, makers of XCOM and Civilization. So it's been oh a little over a year since Sid Meier released his sixth Civilization game, <laughs> and Meier, we haven't name. we haven't heard anything about one of their great expansions until today. And that is called Rise and Fall. Rise and Fall. Yes. Civilization VI. Coming out February 8th. 8th. Uh, February. 2018, yeah. Um, so Rise and Fall is supposed to bring a sense of um, up and down to your, Rise and Fall? your civilization's narrative. Ooh. So, before, like, all civilization's games are, they're like... 
always moving forward. Yeah. Kind of like progress, progress, progress. Yeah. Rise and Fall is supposed to bring a sense of um, achievement and struggle to... Brought to you by EA. Yeah. Give you a sense of pride. (laughs) Oh, God. Not brought to you by EA. Thank God. But it... They're, they're, they're trying to do this uh, in a couple of ways. One of the big ways that they're doing it is uh, kind of giving you a score. Like a, like a timeline. Like, your, uh, this is how good your, your civilization was in this era. Right. Right? Yeah. Each, each era you progress through in the technology tree, um, you will either enter a golden age for having historically Im- impactful things happen in your civilization. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not like it's not just like how good you're playing. It's like right. how much you've impacted the world. Right. So say you so found a new all religion. Of abandoned camps. Maybe, Maybe I don't know. Yeah. One example <laughs> that they did give was um, circumnavigating circumnavigating the world. the world. Longest road. I hope so. Oh God, I hope so. I'm, as a as a roadman, yeah. I really hope so. That's what I do. I just build uh, build those those crafters, and all I do mm-hmm. is send them to build roads. <laughs> or like uh, founding a religion. These are things that will impact history for the whole game, um, and they reward you for doing these things by giving you a golden age, which you get to choose. A uh, dedication, which a dedication is like a focus and one of four options. It's like a perk that helps you focus on what you want your civilization to be, like a strong military force or like a cultural powerhouse, powerhouse, Mm. you know, something like that. But military powerhouse. That's what I always do. I always grind out military powerhouse. The, uh, the video we watched, Brad made Mm -hmm. a really good point. It's like, you're getting rewarded for achievements, basically. Like these are like in-game achievements, basically Mm -hmm. like convert, uh, 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 the religion of a a very big city or something or like, Mm -hmm. and like this impacts the history. Destroy the heathens. (laughs) (laughs) It'll impact the history of the entire like game world that you've been playing in. Uh, forever, which is like super cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, and if you happen to have a kind of a slow era, you don't really do anything risky. You'll just get a normal, um, a normal age. Is I think that's what they yeah, call it. It's like a status quo. Can you get yeah. a dark age? Yeah, no, they, it's oh, called that's a what dog it, age. A, yes, it's called a dog age. Yes. So Why do they call it a dark it, age? I don't know. But here's, here's, <laughs> a dog age. Here's the thing. Well, it's not a dark age because the dark age is kind of uh, a period of time absent from history. Something that off the books. A dog age refers to a bad a, year. Uh, yeah, a bad year. Bad bad decisions were made. Say hmm. you you plague lost happened, dog a bunch age. of. Say your military suffered great losses. Or you lost a city or something. You you'll be penalized. With a dog age. It's like everyone else like circumnavigated and like invented wheels and like someone built a railroad and it's only 200 BC Mm -hmm. and like what is that for? It's really amazing. Somebody took a dump in my city. (laughs) It's not like it's not like a fucking failure on your report card because you have certain policies in game that are only available to you during a dog age. So there are a get out of jail of, free card. Yeah, <laughs> and also if you were to be in a dog age and at the end of an era, 
say you conquered a new uh, you civilization. Just, or like, discovered the new world or yeah. something. Like, crazy cool. Something cool happens. Like, you change and, history. And you enter a... a Golden era? What did I call like it? Golden yeah. age. Golden age. Yeah. yeah. If you go from dog age to at the end of the era, like the highest, if you have like the most like mm-hmm. cult, like uh, historic points or whatever yeah. it's called, you will then enter. What is it called? A heroic age. Heroic age, because you triumphed against the odds. Mm. Yeah. So, so you, adds... you get to choose three disciplines instead of one that you would normally get from a golden, golden age. age. What really excites me about this whole idea, and that's like kind of the main. There's like also governors that they're adding, and yep. like. Um, new diplomacy options for alliances and uh, the ability to non-violently take other cities, like by taking the loyalty of the city yep. o- over. That's new. Um, but like, aside from all these things, I think all well, I think all of these things really appeal to me because it adds more of a narrative to like the minute by minute play. Like the mid game is always what suffers most in Civilization. Right. The beginning's always so fresh and fun and new. Yeah. Uh, but the mid game gets like everyone's borders are nearing and like things get. They don't get stale, but they can. Like mm-hmm. they can get kind of. They do pretty much get stale though. It because slows it's like, down. Uh, how oh, many people can I have. have a, I have some. Right I I have another thing that helps with the mid game too, that um, they're introducing and they're called emergencies. So a global emergency would. Um, uh, let's occur. say a global emergency it, breaks out. You have to that, play a game of epidemic right well, in the middle of the. A global <laughs> emergency is triggered when, say, someone breaks their peace treaty or. Um, Jesse, let's say someone you, launches you nuke. Nukes. Yeah, let's say you nuke Brad uh, and blow up one of Brad's cities. Brad and me and all the other civs will get. It'll be like emergency. This dude just nuked that dude. What the fuck are we gonna do about that? We all then, have a conversation behind my back. And then, <laughs> I'm the one who's got the nukes, and you're all going to talk behind my back? And then we'd all be like, and then there'd be like a goal to like take out the city where the nuke was launched. And like everyone would get that goal, like the last alliance of, uh, of men and elves sort of thing. <laughs> and if we complete that goal and take out the city, it's like we'd all get a bonus. For the rest for of the, the game. rest of the game. That's but what they want you to if say. you, as the nuker... Kill, like defend yeah. long enough or like hold your ground and stop us stop the coalition you get a bonus uh, for the rest of the game it's called nuke the week and then you get to nuke everybody and of course like that's they said in the video that that's like determined by uh, how friendly the other civs are towards you and stuff so if we were buds Jesse and you blew up uh, Brad City you would be, be like a, you would be, be like, offended you'd be like good job good Buckaroody. job Buckaroody. I'm gonna help you good now. job Buckaroody toot toot and then you give me another nuke to shoot off toot 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 but Brad, I'm like super into the idea of uh, like what this is gonna do to the mid game. Yeah, uh, being able to the, the the thing where you mentioned where the, or I think the thing that the video we watched mentioned where it's like taking cities peacefully. Can mm-hmm. you describe that real quick? Yeah. So your city has loyalty um, that is based on a proximity to your capital. Um, and two, the wealth and population. <laughs> Did I say A and two? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, you can't. see, uh, if you have a city that is becoming unloyal because you're not giving it the resources it needs, mm-hmm. it will become an independent city. And it says, hey, you know what? 
Fuck you. Fuck you guys. We're going to do things our way. And it's not necessarily the best way because they're going to take penalties now. But, because they're not part of the Empire. But that independent city can be... can Other other civs can be like, yo, I'm going to send them gold because they need it. And then they'll be loyal to me. And then they become their city. They so like, take my city. Right. Yeah, so then it becomes like a land grab for everyone else. The biggest issue is Civ Six, I think, right now. Oh, not the big. I already said the biggest issue was the mid game, but like this is part of the mid game. Yeah. Land locks up. Once you've all built cities near each other, like and locked your borders, like the like it's a standstill, and then it's like war. Just blow up those yep. other cities. Mm-hmm. But this would make it so like, if you're building a city next to the border of an enemy, you got to watch out now. Because your they city could, could turn my city. Yeah, basically. Be like, Sorry, that's my city. Or if there's like multiple factions near that area, they could. Once it goes free, once it like breaks free, anyone could be gunning for it. Yeah. Um, so you could even do a thing where like two two uh, empires are at war or whatever, and they're like, or like you know, the Cold War, and they put cities next to each other, and those cities go independent. You could be as a third party, be like, I'm gonna quick grab that and then snatch it up. Snatch that gravy. I'm gonna snatch that gravy up. Gravy <laughs> <laughs> robbery. So yeah, all this stuff is super interesting and super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes me really want to play Civ. I know. You guys I almost have played six, Civ uh, after work today. After I watched that video, but is, it, was... is your computer working on it? Like, does it work? Yeah, DirectX 10 works or okay. uh, 11 works fine. It's just for some reason DirectX 12 version is not working well with my Risen processor. Weird. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 12 yeah. is the newest one, right? Yeah. Yeah. They'll fix it. Could be my graphics card because it only occurred after I got the 580. Weird. And put a new processor in it. (laughs) Ever since I built a new computer. Ever since (laughs) I upgraded my computer, it doesn't work anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It does on DirectX 11. Yeah. That's all that matters. DirectX 11 was good. So, uh, speaking of history, uh, Nazis were a menace on society and still are. Uh, fuck them, yeah. kill them all, Jesse. What What's up? I killed them all. I, uh, <laughs> I, I had big plans to play Wolfenstein 2. I had a friend, uh, Corey, who is nice enough. Nobody will know him, but I'm going to say his name out loud in case he ever listens to this, because shout out to him. But he had purchased the game for the game marathon that we had a few weeks back. Yeah, Extra Life. Extra Life. And uh, he he blew through it, and I asked if I could blow him and borrow his copy of Wolfenstein 2. And he said, you can just borrow it. I said, thank you, sir. Oh, good. So uh, at Friendsgiving on Wednesday, he let me borrow it, and on Saturday I beat it. So <laughs> I, on Friday I put it in, and on Saturday I took it out. <laughs> so Thus the prophecy was fulfilled. Yeah, Jesse that's... completes another game within 24 hours. There you go. That's, that's all awesome. it takes. How was it? Oh, sorry. No, I was just saying, I can't remember the last time I've done that, mainly because I guess all the games I play are like 100 hours long. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. When's the last time you beat a 100-hour game in 24 hours? <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, it was fantastic. I knew it was going to be that kind of game, though, where it was going to be like, uh, I don't know, like eight hours of campaign or something yeah. like that where I was going to blow through it. And I didn't want to put it on the easiest difficulty. I wanted to have a little bit of a challenge. But it is something where it doesn't need to be played on a hard difficulty because there is no bonus to it. Like, like I was trying to tell you while I, we were down here. I was like, man, just put it on an easier difficulty. But I was like, no. Because you were like dying in this one corridor like ten times in a row. And what was it? Like you were in like a trial. And yeah, you, it didn't even matter. And yeah, d- yeah, you would like get out, and then I just like memorize what the there was like an intercom thing, and I had it going in my head every it, single time she yeah. said it because 
Every single time you die, I'd say it again. Yep. Tomatoes! Yes. <laughs> Get him, Nazis! Yeah. What she, what she yell. I forgot what she says now. Frau Farbissino. But, uh, no, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. The story was really good. There was... It's it's really hard to to play a game and then have it see a scene and they'd be like, that's really far-fetched because I'm like... You take a step back, the whole thing is far fetched. But <laughs> yeah. like, like there were some parts in that game where I'm like, "What in the fuck is actually happening right now?" Like that game goes for it. That and game jumps the shark. <laughs> there's some wacky shit that happens in that game, and it's like wacky shit after wacky shit, and you're like, "Holy shit, this game did that." There were multiple parts in the game that when I played it, I was like, after I had seen what happened i was waiting for it to be like and like i like woke up and had a nightmare or something like like i thought like it was going to be fake in the game because it was so outrageous it was so ludicrous i couldn't have ever pictured that happening and then it doesn't like they're like i guess that's the thing like i wish everybody had played it because it's hard to air dirty laundry and not give away a spoiler but there are the pacing in that game, like I, I'm not gonna give away any spoilers. It's it's it is a must play. But I wish I could talk to somebody else who has completed it to be like, what do you think about that? How fucked up is that? What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like, am I crazy? Like, but over, it, seem, it seems like the game has just a yeah, like you said, like a series of moments that are like uh, increasingly like, what the fuck is what that's actually it actually happened? Like yeah. they actually did it, and then like the game keeps going, and you're like. How is this still happening? Yeah, like, and then, I, it, then another crazy thing happens. You're like, "What the fuck is happening here?" All right, I I want to I want to say one thing that I don't think is a spoiler. Is this early in the game? Or? No, this this is this is throughout. This okay. is it's in the trailer. It's in oh, okay. Yeah, it's something. If you've seen the trailer for this game, you know this is a thing. But when the game starts, your 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 lady love your 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 beautiful lady love she is pregnant and by the time the game ends she's still pregnant and i feel like this game would take course over years worth of time and this chick is 9 months pregnant for the duration of the entire game <laughs> i'm like what is going on in the future or the past i don't understand it's not it's not years man it's only a few months that's the craziest thing that's the mm-mm. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, but it, yeah, it was super good. Like, it, it's something, it's a rent, not a buy. They did add a ton of stuff to go well, back to, like, for yeah. replay. Like, they, they did a ton of stuff where it's, like, added replay value. So, you, there's, there's a decision you make in the very beginning of the first game that continues impacting the second game. And you actually, yeah. you have to make that decision again in the beginning yeah. of this game. And I... In, like, a flashback. It's like, who did you choose again? And that's Remind I'm me. so confused. I'm like, like, could I... Fergus or be, Wyatt. Fergus or Wyatt. But that's the thing, because then, like, when you watch the trailers, they show both Fergus and Wyatt in the trailers. So I'm wondering, like... in different like, scenes. Exactly. But that's yeah. I'm wondering, like, like, if I had chosen one, would they both be there? No. So, see, it is always... It is an either or, Yeah. Oh, okay. But I know. I've I've seen. I've actually seen some of the. You, you and me both chose Fergus, uh-huh. the older uh, British gent bloke. Yeah. Who's like your BFF? Like, and he's like, he's yeah. awesome. Fergus yeah. is so cool. Like, it, like first game. You ha- you played the first game by now. You you had to have played the first game by now. Yeah, the statue of limitations. I think is up on the first game. So like in the first game, when you meet Fergus and Wyatt, the entire intro of the game, Fergus is saving your life. 
And you're saving Wyatt's life. Yeah, Wyatt's so, like the rookie. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh man, do I put the gun at my own face? Or, no, okay, where, do the, where do the bullets come out? <laughs> like, Wyatt is a dummy. But in this game, like, Fergus, they each have quirks. Like, really interesting, weird quirks. Yeah. Fergus has, like, I don't know, I don't want to uh, Yeah, you see it in the previews, I don't know. Yeah, okay, uh, slight spoilers for the character Fergus in Wolfenstein 2, but he gets a robot arm that he can't quite control. Not which really. is, like, always super funny, because he's like, you'll see him in the background cutscene, and his, one of his arms is just like... <laughs> <laughs> Vibrating like, off the table. You can, like, hear it hitting the table, too. Like, yeah. the sound design is really good. Yeah. And then he, like, looks at like, grabs it, and yeah. it's like... It's not even, like, the focus of the cutscene, but it's no. there in the corner, so yeah. it's just, like, this little funny thing. And the game is full of that. Yeah. And with Wyatt, he He's gets... He's, like, on LSD? Has, uh, yeah, constantly, like, on acid. Is and that what sees, that is? And he sees, like, these cartoon, like... Literally drawn cartoon characters in the game world, like in the cutscenes. Yeah, because that was in, yeah. Preview. When I finished the game, I was like, "What? How did I miss that? Where was that? I wanted to see that." Yeah, that's <laughs> on the Wyatt side. But um, like I was saying, the part with Fergus, like the the hand, like the cutscenes in, in Wolfenstein Two are probably some of the best I've ever seen as far as pacing goes. Yeah, because it's like things are happening and dialogue's happening, and in the background of the dialogue, it's like crazy fucking shit is going on. There's mm-hmm. one particular scene. Where the um, BJ Blazkowicz and this one uh, resistance guy, Morton or War- Wharton or whatever, are like talking about where they were when the Nazis came in. What the fuck were you doing while the Nazis? I was out fighting the Nazis. And the other guy's like, like getting him drunk, basically. Yeah. And in the background, there's a guy playing the oboe. Yeah. While this lady's like. He, he, with the, a sniper rifle, <laughs> bullets are like blowing in through the window. Because yeah, like, the lady's like. That's a beautiful scene. Yeah. <laughs> so the lady's like, uh, my ner- I'm a little nervous. Uh, what did she say? Yeah, like, she, my, she, my hand's a little nervy. Could you uh, yeah, help she, me out? Yeah. And the guy just like picks up his like oboe and starts playing. <laughs> yeah. While she starts sniping. <laughs> and then that's playing. The oboe is matching with like the beat of the music of the game. Mm-hmm. While these two are having a conversation in the foreground, and it's like the most dense scenes ever. It's and it's so snappy and quick. The writing is on point. It's insane. Yeah, it was very good. Like the whole thing is just it's put together very, very well. The music is fantastic. Like I, I can't say enough, yeah, the, like the how much scenes... the beats are like going and like everything in the game world's kind of like going along with the beat too, which yeah. is kind of weird. It reminds me of Baby Driver. Yeah, it was a lot like Baby Driver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where you're shooting bullets to the beat of the drum. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No. It was. It was good. I think it's like it. I don't want to say it's a must play, but if you like those kind of games, like I think it's totally worth it. Like it's. Rent but like it. I said, it's a rental. Rent or it and play it on friend. easy. I I yeah. have to say, for people who really like it though, you might want to buy it because. Yeah. In December, the first DLC comes out. Mm-hmm. Six weeks later, the second DLC comes out, and then there's a third DLC that's coming out, and it's all single player campaign. Okay, so I was saying because three it does separate look... single player campaigns, uh, playing three different characters. Huh. Yeah, but how much is the DLC? The season pass is twenty five bucks. Hmm. Maybe I'll borrow this game for longer, or borrow it again when the DLC comes out. I'll buy all the DLC. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it was good though. Like, uh, yeah, it's 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 worth it. I feel like, but he, Derek, right? It's definitely play it on easy, unless like unless you're like a trophy hunter or something like that. I don't know. Like, cause it didn't see the, the first game had the kind of the same thing where it's like the moment to moment wasn't rewarding enough to be playing it on a hard mode where turning a corner gets you shot in the head and you die instantly. Yeah, it just doesn't feel good because it's like the game's about you're BJ Blazkowicz, you're blasting through Nazis. 
and like getting through these levels and like having a good time. Whereas yeah. like constantly like corner ducking is just not. It doesn't. It, personally, it's just not my bag. Yeah. It's not my jam. And the game, the pace of the game, uh, like as far as cutscenes and like the style of like the non-combat parts, it never feels like it wants you to like stick around an area too long. No, yeah, it's you're pretty on the go. Like there's a lot of there was a lot of uh, ammo grabbing and a lot of grabbing uh, health packs and armor because like that's the whole game is like you have. Health and armor that's always like bouncing somewhere around a hundred or so. Yeah. And so like that was most of my time spent like looting pieces of armor. So like you'd attack an enemy and like blow their armor off and then pick up scraps of their armor to increase your own. And then as you would play, it was, like you didn't realize when you were taking damage. So on the harder difficulties, it was just that's the, the other thing I've actually heard. The biggest criticism a lot of people are saying is like you, you don't really know when you're getting hit. You you don't like there's no there's no good like indication that you're taking damage. So like. I'll get into a fight, like, I'll go into a fight, like, 100 health, 100 armor, and, you know, take a couple, like, I, like I'll get into a fight, I'll feel like, oh, man, I didn't even get touched, and then I'll look down and be like, oh, my God, I only have 30 health left, when did I get shot? Yeah. Like, seriously, it, it is not, it's not, that's, what, that's why I don't think you should play it on a harder difficulty, unless you want the trophies or, like... Which I think is, like, 1% of gamers will play this game on a hard difficulty. Yeah. But the thing is, there's, like, seven difficulties. So, yeah. I don't know. It's super, know. super weird. I, I don't know why games like this have that, but... It's, it's sticking to its roots. It's, like, a throwback to their old... Days, Which they, they have they that have whole this, entire game in there. They have the same yeah, Wolfenstein 3D. I think I spent games. almost as much time playing Wolfenstein 3D inside Wolfenstein 2 as actually you played playing that Wolfenstein. for a long time because I was waiting to die My and or lady. beat it. <laughs> I did. I didn't die or beat it. So I actually, you could save your progress. In Wolfenstein 3D in the game. <laughs> so I saved my progress and then I never went back. Because there's like... But it's like in the game world. And it's funny because while you're playing Wolfenstein 3, uh, 3D, you can actually hear the ambient noise of like the world around you as a yeah. character. You hear like people talking and like the sound of the game has like reverb on it. Like it's coming out of speakers in an arcade cabinet. Yeah. It's really neat. It is weird. <laughs> Let's see. I want to uh, look and see what the difficulty levels are. Oh, man. But yeah, it's... Uh, I was really interested in playing it, and then I watched Jesse play, like, I don't know, 60% of it, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to finish, I'm just going to watch the rest, like, it doesn't, the experience for me, and, like, the thing that got me hooked, and, like, still is, like, I got to get back to it, is, like, watching the game, like, watching the cutscenes. The cutscenes are the quintessential part of the game, and Brad, you you said you watched a skill-up video you were yeah, talking about. Yeah, uh, the... I don't, I don't know his name. I forgot his name. But Skel the Skill Skel Up channel YouTube. on yeah. YouTube has an amazing review, kind of out-of-the-box game review for Wolfenstein 2. And I think it has a lot to do with the out-of-the-box writing for this game. Yeah. Just because it doesn't follow normal game scripting. It pulls straight from cinema. Yeah, and it like it's through the lens of Quentin Tarantino. Totally. Films. Yeah. So, and I totally agree. I watched the beginning of that video, and I totally agree uh, with the point that Skillup was making. Uh, like, it's threat suspending the threat of violence Even is what the cutscenes in this game do so well. The inevitable fate of these characters just right clear in front of you, but the dialogue and suspense that leads up to it is so 
good. And you, you don't get that in a lot of video games. Right. Cutscenes are rushed. Especially all the time. shooters, yeah. for the get most part. Get them back in the game. Get yeah. them back in the game. Get them Which was funny, too, because like in the beginning of the game, it's like they load a lot of cutscenes on you right at the beginning. Yeah. Which... I don't, I don't I don't mind. I liked watching it. Yeah, like, so I love watching the, the and they are the good cutscenes cut too. It's, it, I, it's it's a great movie. Yeah. So the so, difficulty levels here we have: Can I play Daddy? Don't hurt me. Bring him on. Do or die. Call me Terror Billy. I am Death Incarnate and Mine Laban. <laughs> Mine Laban's the last. Mine Laban is the toughest difficulty. <laughs> which actually, I, I don't. You have to beat the game to unlock or I don't know yeah. if you have to beat it on I Am Death Incarnate to unlock but it's it's locked when you start the game initially well shit so yeah Wolfenstein 2 what would you give it on, you have to give it a Jesse scale grade you haven't done that in a while Je- uh, Jesse Jesse, uh, Jesse, uh, Jesse review Jesse review for me it's uh it's a 4 out of 5 with a it's a rent not a buy um and usually and, I thought you did ten scale, but I, yeah, like, well, I like the five scale. That's a good. Yeah, one. We'll, we'll do a pref- five scale. I prefer five scales. I, I'm gonna probably mix it up. I'm gonna try and do it a little different. Who knows? Maybe I'll give you a hundred percent. Maybe I'll give you a percentage out of a hundred. I'd give you a no. Five scale is good. Four, four, four or five, five scale. No, yeah, I'm just saying this. I'm just saying. You know who knows? Who knows uh, what you'll do next? Uh, yeah, I just purchased Shadow of War. Uh, so that's gonna be coming up soon. Yeah, um, I'd love to talk about that. Uh, while I pl- when I played Shadow of War, we were in our like uh, our uh, hazy phase, hey, uh, hazy daisy, uh, the hazy days of games on Earth, where uh, we were just donking around and doing weird shit, just getting it out there. Yeah, so I'd love to talk to you about uh, Shadow of War. I have some I have some things to say about Shadow of War that you haven't said yet. That I have not said yet. Yeah, so I'm down to talk about that. My copy is still in the cellophane. So is that what you're playing on playing uh, in the coming week, Jesse? Yeah, I would say so for sure. Um, I'm actually tonight. Once we finish with this, I'm gonna get on some Player Unknown Battleground. Ooh, yeah, the test servers are up with the vaulting. Yeah, they added some other stuff too. They added, they changed some areas too the, in oh. the map. Like now outside of uh, outside of the mansion, there's like a, a total swamp area. Whoa! It's all oh. completely new, like new trees. That was a and, kind of flat zone. Like, yeah, uh, it's all new now, baby. All right. Yeah, so, that sounds interesting. I might be down to. We've check got that out room too. in the squad. Oh, okay, that's a formal invite right Tight. here. I like that. Uh, Brad, what about you? What are you planning on playing in the coming week? Oh, Skyrim VR for Scram? sure, and it's Skyrim VR as soon as possible. Divinity Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get back in that. We are like fifty hours in. Mm-hmm. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want it to slip away. No. Definitely. Maybe some uh, sassy Kratos. Yeah. Origins. Uh, that's that's been my primary meal of choice lately. That sassy Kratos. I've been playing so much Assassin's Creed Origins, and I feel like I still haven't. I've hardly scratched the surface. I'm like, I'm like, I gotta be approaching like 40, 50 hours at this point. That's another game that I want to play. It is so good, Jesse. Do not miss. You miss Black Flag when we were raving Black about Flag. that. I this is Black better Flag. than Black Flag. Skip Black Flag. I'm skipping Black Flag because I skip, skip you know what will Syndicate. You know what I'll do is I'll just keep playing them one behind. So, because I remember when Black Flag came out, I was like, I gotta burn through Assassin's Creed Three before I play Black yeah, but Flag. Black Flag wasn't one behind. Black Flag was like four behind, man. There's been Rogue, you know, Unity, uh, Syndicate, and now Origins. Did did all three of those other ones not do that well? Uh, they uh, when Rogue and Unity came out the same day. Uh, what Rogue was out for the 360 and PS3, and Unity came out for the new consoles. And Unity was the buggy one. 
Oh, that's right, where people's faces would yeah. look, so they just have, like, floating eyeballs and teeth. From what I've heard, it's been fixed now. Like, you could go play Unity, and it's, like, okay, mm-hmm. but the storyline's just not that great. So you're telling so, me to go play Unity and then no, get burned out on Unity and no, not play no. not play the newest one? And I've actually heard Syndicate was really good, but uh, Origins is by far the best it doesn't feel like... An, the, the best thing about Origins is that it doesn't feel like an Assassin's Creed game. It so feels, I wouldn't get burned out. It feels if... more like a Witcher meets Assassin. Like, you put a little bit of Witcher in me, Assassin's Creed, uh, and Dark Souls a little bit. Everything's Dark Souls. Uh, the way the combat works is almost exactly like Dark Souls. Just like... like light yeah. attack, heavy attack, R1 and R2, and lock on and like hold down your shield button to like keep your shield up. Yeah. It's just like that. I hope that I... So fun. I hope that I fight a guy and then all of a sudden like... A sewer cover pops off and a gaping dragon climbs out. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing, it's like, um, you'll be doing, like, side quests, and suddenly they get longer and bigger, Witcher style, where it's like, wow, this is actually, like, a big, long, interesting story that I got from just a, a random-ass side quest yeah. I thought was nothing. <laughs> you, um, go to a, you go to a post and... Like, yeah. stuff. You go to a post and you rip down a piece of paper, and it's like, I need you to kill the succubus. And it turns out it was the mayor the whole time. It was the mayor. <laughs> but no, there, and then there's like world building shit, like just exploring around. You'll stumble upon quests. It, it's really good. I'm hoping to talk about it in the next coming weeks. Uh, um, so yeah, we'll, uh, I, I, I got so much more to play. Like I, I've hardly scratched the surface, like I said. There's so much to do in that game. That's good though. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to play more. <sighs> All right. Uh, thank you to Kyle. This has been Games on Earth. Thank you to Kyle Lancer for the intro, outro music. Uh, we'll be back next week with more of this fantastic little show we got going on here. Um, I don't know. How do you guys want to take it? What do you guys think about the the end of the the episode? Like, like what? Do you like the story time? I don't even remember what I don't even remember what we used to do back in the day. Well, you see, have a good time. Yeah, but even before that, like I'm talking like way back when. Like I don't Um, remember like what we did in the beginning. Was it was just that you just. Did a sign off and it was like bye and then bye, that was it. Bye. Yeah. I think and then, have a good time happened real quick though. Like have a good time like has been that was long running. Have, have a good time yeah. went for like from like yeah. episode ten to like episode sixty or seventy. Like and I then don't story time started. I don't hate have a good time. It's been a long time since we've done it. We I also don't mind story time. Episode hundred. So and then after episode hundred. Jesse, was, tell me the story of have a good time. Have a good time. So, the story is, we all have a close friend named uh, Elliot Bodenberg, and for some reason, I don't know why, but I decided to let him use my phone. I wanted to have him record uh, an away message for me, uh, like, you know, you've, you've reached my ding, a voicemail message, like, so when somebody calls me and they get my voicemail, it was Elliot who left the voicemail, and for some reason, I don't know, he just went cuckoo bananas on it, so he was just like... Hey everybody! Yo man, Jesse Brown, Twinkie man. Yeah, you've reached Jesse Brown, the Twinkie man. Have a good time. Like, <laughs> so he pretended to be me on my own voicemail with like ridiculous names. Yeah. And so that J-A-B have a good time. J A B. Yeah, I think that was it. J A B, the Twinkie man. And then he just said, "Have a good time." Yeah, have a good time. <laughs> and we it's, all it's stuck. Yeah, we all laugh so we hard. We always about say, that. "Have a good time." We always say. Have a good time! It relaxes my vocal cords, most importantly. It gets me uh, hot and heavy, and then I kick this out, and I say, Test, 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 test. gonna get him from my house shoes.
Welcome to Games on Earth, a podcast about...